Diablo 4 is killing GPUs. The craziest laptop launch I've ever seen is happening. And Linus Tech Tips went down. Hold on, wait, before we get into all of it, I totally forgot we were giving away the 7950X3D 7900XTX PC at noon Eastern today over on our Twitch channel. We're gonna be live streaming. We're gonna do the live drawing of the winner for this. So be sure to come check us out over there because that's gonna be a ton of fun. But don't worry, we got more giveaways going on after that. We're gonna start the giveaway for a 7600X plus an RTX 3060 PC that we're gonna be building during the stream. So come check us out over on Twitch. I gotta. I forgot to record this, bye. Let's get in the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet this Friday, March 24th, 2023. And we're gonna start off today talking about a situation that would be familiar to you if you were paying attention about three years ago when New World came out. It was an Amazon MMO that started to kill RTX 3090s. And it turns out that Blizzard decided, hey, wouldn't it be great if we also started to kill GPUs with our brand new game that everybody's really hyped for? And yes, Diablo 4 is allegedly murdering RTX 3080 Ti's specifically. It appears to be a very similar issue where high frame rates are causing out of control situations on these graphics cards, which if there's some sort of physical defect on the card or potentially, I don't know where and tear that happened to them, it's not quite clear at this point, that is resulting in these GPUs dying. At first it was suspected that it was only gigabyte RTX 3080 TIs, but as time has gone on and more people have been playing the beta, it turns out that Doblo 4 is killing Gigabyte and EVGA RTX 3080 TIs at this point, as well as one report of a 3080 and another report of a 6900 XT that are dying. So it does look like there might be more than just a simple issue on one specific set of cards, but could apply to a whole host of others. So just like with the RTX 3090 in the new world situation, again, it appears to be that it is high frame rate that is causing this and so if you want to prevent this from happening on your GPU, regardless of what it is, setting up a frame rate limit on a global setting like in the NVIDIA control panel is likely gonna be the safest way to make sure that your GPU doesn't go crazy. However, it is kind of weird that we are only experiencing this in a few games where like the Witcher 3's menu system got away with pushing every GPU to 6,000 FPS. At the current moment, Blizzard says that it's working closely with NVIDIA to identify affected hardware configurations and gather as many data points as possible to assist in the investigation. So just play some safe Doblo 4 this weekend. Make sure that your frame rate is limited to whatever your refresh rate on your monitor is just to stay safe in order to make sure that your GPU no go brokey. But if it does, I've got the best solution for you with today's video sponsor, my friends. We're talking about Jawa, of course, the place where you as a gamer should be buying and selling your parts. This is something that I desperately love having here in the United States. I desperately love it because it's a place dedicated for people who want to buy and sell gaming hardware, whether it's a PC part like that 3080 Ti you now need to replace because it's out of warranty because you bought it a few years ago, or if you need to get a whole new system, Jawa's got it all there for you. And they have a great community where you can discuss your 3080 Ti dying over on their 8,000 plus member Discord, which it's, it'll be sad things, but at least there will be commiseration in it. Or if you need an entire build, they have their commissions build program where you can fill out a very short quiz about what type of PC you need, what FPS numbers you're trying to achieve, what games you play, and the commission's build program system will pair you with a verified seller who will create you a custom build that's 100% tailored to whatever you're trying to do on your system. They've got these verified sellers who deliver amazing value for the completed builds that they have on their website. So you're getting put in trusted hands and you can check that out at the link in the video description. Get a full build by a verified seller over on Jawa, or you can just make sure that you're taking care of that 
one small thing that you need to buy, or you could sell that graphics card that you thought you were gonna put into your computer for Doblo 4, but then decided you didn't wanna break it with the high frame rate, and it's probably best if you just sell it to somebody else who can do that. Big thanks to Jawa for sponsoring today's episode of Hot News. Check them out at the link in the video description. But you know what's not going to cause high frame rate to destroy your graphics card? The latest update to Cyberpunk 2077. NVIDIA finally unveiled their path tracing update for RT Overdrive, and now we have the release date for that. So ray tracing overdrive mode is supposed to deliver more natural lighting with the path tracing, having several bounces in a scene. They show comparisons of what it looked like before with the ray tracing and now with the ray trace overdrive mode. You can see that it definitely enhances all of the lighting, makes it look more natural, more realistic, like you're actually living in a cyberpunk reality and you can put it on your computer on April 11th and make sure that your GPU runs at a measly three frames per second. And three frames per second is probably what Reese is getting right now. I don't think there's gonna be UFD deals because he texted us that there, he has power outages. It's not load shedding. But then also he he said that if he if we didn't hear from him from sick, <laughs> when you, if you, you could, you do, you, you want, he, he said that if he, if we didn't, you, you could do so, you, when you, if you, you do, you could, you, you want, when you, but then he said, if we don't hear from him by 6 a.m. my time, that he, he's, his phone's dead and everything's dead and he'll be back whenever he gets power. You want, you want him to do you so much you could do anything? Thank you, maybe or maybe not, Reese. I don't know if you got power to film UFD deals, but I can guarantee you there's no better deal than you being able to upgrade and keep whatever thing you buy, okay? Trying to buy something brand new every single year and not being able to repair your devices is absolutely ridiculous. And that's why Framework has come out with their laptops to help solve that problem. And now they get even better. They had their major event. I am actually really, really excited by what Framework had on offer with their first 16 inch laptop. Because not only is it going to have an upgradable keyboard situation with a whole bunch of replacement options, you can add in a numpad, RGB backlight, whatever you want. But then on top of that, having those all with your input modules in small, medium, and large with those different situations, but then they're also going to have an expansion-based system that will allow you to either insert things like dual M.2 drives or potentially even graphics cards that can take up to eight lanes of PCI Express bandwidth, which is going to be faster than the Thunderbolt 4, which is going to make it incredibly fast and like you can take full advantage of a GPU. We talked about it in a previous episode of Hot News, how Tech Power Up did a test run to see how much does PCI Express bottlenecking effect in RTX 4090 and running at eight lanes was like, you lost four or 5% FPS. It really wasn't a huge deal with a slap in a 4090 in there. So seeing that type of situation in a laptop could mean for some high powered laptop graphics cards, but it's not just a GPU or M.2 expansion. They also talked about the fact that you could add in full desktop cards like a capture card or anything else that you could potentially use PCI Express lanes for. They're gonna have an ecosystem for that. And with the laptop 16s, they're gonna have three expansion cards on either side of the laptop for a total of six where you can just slap in three different audio jacks. That's what they showed off in their video where they talked about how it was courageous to get rid of headphone jacks. But you can see here the expansion-based system on the Framework 16 laptop, and then this is it without it. So you can actually create your own situation, leave your expansion 
PlayStation GPU at home, take it without the GPU to work, have that extra battery life. There was a lot of good announcements in that regard. I'm very excited for this. They hopefully are going to be able to overcome some of the issues that we've seen with upgradable GPUs in the past with MXM modules, which required you to buy this special one type of thing that you had to open up and break open your, your laptop in order to do. And then you had to hope that your computer could actually properly cool it because this is in an external enclosure. It could potentially mean that each one has its own cooling solution and frameworks already showed that they are able and willing and the community is around them to build out the ecosystem to have their laptops support this type of thing, hopefully for the long run, because the industry desperately needs something like this. I am absolutely in for one of these laptops, which they say are shipping late 2023. But on top of that, they had a few other announcements for the devices that they already have. The Framework Laptop 13 is both going to have 13th gen Intel CPU options, as well as AMD Ryzen 7040 options, which you can actually pre-order on their website right now. They're going to start at $850 for whether you get Intel or AMD. The Intel one is going to be shipping in May, according to them, and the AMD Ryzen one is going to be shipping in Q3, especially with AMD taking a little bit of time in order to release this. But they also discussed some upgradability that they have with the new matte display, as well as different options that they're going to have for batteries. Going up to a 61 watt hour battery from the previous 55 watt hour, which is actually swappable with whatever framework laptop 13 that you may have right now, keeping with their mission of making sure that you can upgrade your devices. And they also announced that they're partnering with Cooler Master to bring out an enclosure where you can take the main board that's part of the framework laptop and have that just potentially just out in the open part of your computer on a vase amount behind a monitor so that you hide it away. It basically turns the framework laptop into a mini little desktop. And then if they're going to roll that out for the 16 inch one with the expandable GPU, you can create some really neat setups with what framework's trying to bring to the market. We obviously have to wait and see if this comes to fruition. I'm very excited about the framework laptop 16. Again, this is going to depend on ecosystem. Is framework going to be around long enough to actually deliver on the upgrade ability? But if you buy one this year, you get it with an RTX 4060, potentially being able to upgrade it to an RTX 7080 in 2028 would be a fantastic proposition and absolutely serves their vision of making sure that there's sustainable laptops and right to repair in the market. You love to see it. And people love to see OpenAI get some upgrades too, because they announced that ChatGPT is now going to support plugins, which will allow people to develop little applications that open the expansion of what ChatGPT is capable of, like connecting it to the internet and connecting it to Instacart, and then you telling it to buy you all of the things that you need to make a sort of meal, and then all of a sudden you're at the checkout page on Instacart because ChatGPT ordered everything for you. OpenAI saying that they're rolling this plugin access to a small set of users right now, and there's currently only 11 plugins available for external sites, including Expedia, OpenTable, Kayak, Klarna Shopping, Zapier, and a few others. However, this does go with like a few weird things like giving AI access to this, especially when it can be unhinged, when it can hallucinate, as they call it. And there are some safety concerns, like when OpenAI got a TaskRabbit person to complete a CAPTCHA that it wasn't able to do, getting a human user to move past its AI limitations. If I, there's just, there's just situations where it could potentially go off the rails. Let me know if you like this. If you think there should be more safeguards, I want to hear from you down below in the comments. And you can hear from more people on WhatsApp for Windows because they're rolling out support for video calling up to eight people in video calls on WhatsApp for Windows, as well as 32 people in an audio call. I just like this because it's how I communicate with my team in South Africa. Now I don't actually have to bust out my phone to talk to them in a video call. It's actually good for me. And now let's get to the thing that's bad for a lot of people and bad for Linus. This is the biggest news 
news story of yesterday, which happened before hot news came out. I saw everybody's comments. They were like, why didn't you talk about Linus getting hacked? I did my best. We released a short on it. You can go check it out right up there. But Linus Tech Tips, Tech Quickie, and Tech Link channels had all been hacked and were made to live stream a discussion that Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey had way back when about cryptocurrencies. And then there were links where if you clicked on it, they would be like, hey, if you give us one Bitcoin, we'll give you two. So essentially just a giganto scam. And it was swiftly shut down by YouTube with all three channels being terminated. Linus issued an official response over on Floatplane saying regarding the YouTube channel hack, we're on top of it with Google's team now. Everything should be locked down. We are getting to the bottom of the attack vector with the hopeful goal of hardening their security around YouTube accounts and preventing this sort of thing from happening to anyone in the future. You can expect a more detailed update on WAN Show at some point in the future. Not sure if it'll happen this week since this is still a developing situation. The good news is that you can expect to get your LTT fix on Floatplane as usual, Linus, which has to ask the question, was this all a conspiracy by Linus to get people to sign up for Floatplane? Probably not. This is really devastating for his entire company and probably not good for a whole host of reasons. This is not the first time that we've seen this happen on YouTube channels before. It's happened to major celebrities as well as other major YouTube channels like Corridor Crew have had the same thing happen. And in fact, Linus Tech Tips tweeted out that this is exactly how it happened. Kylie, come, come check it out. They, they finally revealed how it happened. That's how they got hacked. Techman69 got hacked in old school RuneScape. That happened to me back in the day. Did it? Maybe I shouldn't let you have access to our accounts either. Yeah, it's the same thing. But don't worry, as of the time of recording, I got the only official response to the situation over on Twitter from Linus himself saying, I'll be back riding Dogecoin to the moon in no time, which is exactly what you want to see from the father of children, maker of YouTube videos, player of badminton, Canadian. Yes, I play Faf. What's Faf? F-A-F? What is that? Five at Freddy's? What's Faf? Yes, I play Faf. Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. Five... At five, Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. With this happening to so many other YouTubers, it's pretty clear why this happened. There's different attacks that can happen. This was either spear phishing, where they targeted a member of the LMG group who had access to all of the accounts and then got them to log into their account and made it so that the hacker had access to all three of these accounts. Or otherwise, there's a browser injection situation where if you click on a link, it can potentially just take over everything immediately with them being logged in without having any sort of protection set up. I've heard that happening to several YouTubers as well, where it's a simple link. There's something intermediarily happening with the login on Google, where it forces you to log back into the official Google account, where then the hacker has access from two-factor authentication into your account. So this is a big problem that's actually been making the rounds on YouTube as a whole, happening to Linus with billions of views, tens of millions of subscribers across all of his channels. There's also a couple of ways that YouTube can mitigate against this, including a lockdown mode, because right now, if somebody is certified to upload to your channel, they kind of have access to do everything on the back end. There could be a more limited role and there could be a more limited login situation where if you're logging in from an unknown browser or location, an IP address, you can't perform certain situations for a period of time, which would make a lot of sense. Additionally, there could be other safe rails, like you would need secondary approval from another approved account on the channel in order to make these things happen. Those should be simple security measures that Google could implement to help protect specific sets of channels. So it's not quite clear as of the time of recording what's going on when these channels are going to be restored. But from again, what we've seen with other channels who have gone through the same situation, Linus should be back up and running within a few days at the very most. And they'll address it on the WAN show when they actually get time to do that. You can subscribe to them over on Floatplane in case you want to still watch 
the videos that they're putting out. In the meantime, maybe they might even do a WAN show exclusively on Floatplane. It's hard to say, but this is a very difficult situation for them. Obviously, this is probably not going to affect them too badly in the long run, but it's probably just going to be a major source of headache. A lot of different security procedures might have to get into place, but even from what I've read, it just clicking on a single link from somebody who says that they're a sponsor, you look at the email, it actually looks like it might be from a verified agency or something like that. You click on the link to see exactly what they're, they're trying to pitch to you, you decide you don't want to go through with it, and then all of a sudden your account is compromised and it's over. Social engineering is probably the easiest way to hack any large corporation and it makes it very difficult to protect against. The best thing that you could possibly do is inform the people participating what could possibly happen, but also it's very important because I've seen a lot of this communicated in this situation. It's very important to never believe that you are above getting socially engineered. It's possible to happen to everybody. There are more and more sophisticated attacks that are happening. There are AI developments that are happening where voices can be replicated. Your kid's school could call you using an AI voice that they got from the school administrator telling you that something's wrong, that you have to verify something. It all sounds legit. It all looks legit, but then it turns out that you're actually being hacked and scammed. This is likely going to be a big problem. Mitigation is the best strategy. It's not possible to fully rule it out, but again, also never think that you're above it. You can only be as prepared as you possibly can be. Hopefully you learned something. I learned that I'm done with this episode of Hot News. That's it. I'm going to go enjoy my weekend with my Brett Tech Tips channel. That one didn't get taken down either. Thanks, Linus, for buying me out, making sure that I had a different login than you. See you on Monday. Bye.